0: So here I am in Haywood in the borough of Rochdale, and I'm doing something that I do quite often on a Sunday when I meet up with one of my friends for a cup of tea. Come through gilt, beautiful gates, and into the courtyard of a beautifully restored farmhouse. Now I'm inside, where the tea is being poured into leopard-print teacups from a leopard-print teapot. And my friend isn't just any friend she is an icon, she is a legend, she was the Queen of the Cobbles, Julie Goodyear, MBE.
1: Oh Mark, it's lovely to see you.
0: It's lovely to see you as well, and thank you very much for inviting the viewers and listeners of your Manchester into your home. So before you went into acting you did a few things, didn't you? You were a model, you did hand modelling.
1: Just hands and feet. Yeah. Because my hands are very small. Yeah. And I'm only size four feet. So I was actually earning more money than the very tall models.
0: And you also did quite a bit of singing, didn't you? I know you were in sort of talent competitions and then you appeared at local clubs.
1: I think it was at the Carlton. I think I was singing Blue Moon and somebody threw a meat pie at me. <laughs> so I, I picked it up and ate it. Because I was hungry.
0: (laughs) Didn't go to waste.
1: (laughs) No, I don't like anything going to waste, ever.
0: So we're in your office now, surrounded by dozens of pictures.
1: And one day she said to me, after this scene, you come straight to my dressing room. I said, OK, thank you, Miss Speed. I went and phoned my mother up, told her, she said, what have you done now? I said, I don't know. I don't think I've done anything. Ring me back and let me know, my mother said. Went there, and come in. I was shaking like that. I went in. Sit down. I said, what is it, Miss Beast? I've decided you may call me Doris. Now get out. I phoned my mum back and I told her what had happened and she said, I don't think you should. Don't. But she insisted I did.
0: Above Doris is a picture of you and Tony Warren. And right. Tony was... A close friend, wasn't he?
1: Very close. Yeah, he really was. And they had it as uh, just an idea. It wasn't an idea. And I stuck up for him. It was a creation by Tony Warren. He was a wonderful gay man. He really, really was. And we became great friends. Great friends. He took me to Buckingham Palace with him when he got the MBE. I'm to see his mother. And when he passed away, he sent a friend of his. He, he he always used to say, he never used to say goodbye. He always used to say, Angels Guard. And um, he passed a friend of his who knocked on the door, because I was devastated to know he'd gone. And he said, I'm sorry to trouble you, Miss Goodyear. But he said, but uh, Tony asked me when this happened to bring you this and it's a beautiful cut glass angel from him as a gift and i will treasure it forever
0: you used to fly a plane
1: i did fly a plane manchester
0: manchester they used to let you go up on the cockpit and take over didn't they on the commercial flights
1: oh yeah a (laughs) landing yes they did i couldn't do it now it's all gone those days but happy memories are wonderful to keep they yeah. really are
0: but I think there's a story isn't there when when you were in the show in early days you were going into Manchester waiting at the bus stop and a friend of your dad's of Bill's was passing in a cement mixer and offered you a lift into Granada you parked outside the studios in the cement mixer and Pat Phoenix oh, pulled yeah. up in a Rolls Royce do you remember? I do yes mm. and she gave you a warning which was never upstage me ever again ever again <laughs> she did yes yeah. And do you think you learnt a lot from Pat? Because she was kind of Manchester Hollywood, wasn't yes. she?
1: Yes, I did learn from plenty of people there. Yep, it did me good,
0: Yeah. And I think you took every opportunity to watch other people working, didn't you? Like Pat and like um, the three old ladies. Oh, yes. But weren't you surprised one day watching one of the scenes being shot by Minnie Coldwell?
1: Was she the one that mm-hmm. said, There was a young lady from Coldshill. Who sat herself down on a mole's hill. The resident mole put its nose up a hole. Miss Colesill's all
0: right, but the mole's ill. (laughs) And that was Minnie Coldwell. Yeah. (laughs) So looking around the office then, we've got pictures of you at the palace. We've got you on a camel. I don't know why. Um, You also had to ride an elephant in India, I believe for a television program Mm. how did that go
1: well it wasn't easy I had to climb up its tail and it shit on me but when I eventually got on and the person I can't remember who it was who was going along with it was very cruel to it Mm -hmm. so I hit him
0: so you've got pictures from the show you've got pictures from other things that you did I mean, you, you appeared in so many papers, on so many magazine covers over the years, didn't you? I mean, so wherever you go, you can't no, hide.
1: <laughs> no, but when I went shopping, I never got my shopping. I to just sign autographs. So I, I didn't get anything.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Everywhere you've gone for, for your entire life, everybody's known who you are and wanted to talk to you, haven't they?
1: They just wanted autographs. Mm-hmm. You know, so I went home with no shopping.
0: So you've had a lot of gay men in your life?
1: Not a lot, not as many as I would have liked.
0: But well, you've always found the gay community have been your loyalist supporters, haven't they?
1: Oh, fantastic. The gay community, yeah.
0: Last year, you very kindly supported Willowwood Hospice, which we know about on Your Manchester. Roy Barclough was... Patron of there for over twenty years, and sadly passed away there. Oh. You donated a lot of your jewellery to raise money, and you raised oh, nineteen thousand pounds, which is amazing. So this year you're going to have, at the end of the year, you're going to have another auction, but not only of jewellery, but Good. the dress that's on the wall here and the house coat and everything, wow. aren't you? They're going to love them.
1: Do you remember those
0: the cage earrings? Earrings.
1: Mm. Do you remember mm. that I left in? Mm. They fetched a fortune, didn't they? I
0: know. Were you amazed how much your, your jewellery went for? Yes,
1: of course. But I was thrilled for Willow Wood.
0: And now you're going to be a patron of Willow Wood Hospice as well, aren't you? Mm.
1: And I'd be very, very proud mm. to be that. I would.
0: Viewers and listeners of Your Manchester should join me and we should be writing to the Queen because I think you, I've told this before, you should be Dame Julie.
1: Wow, that would be fantastic. It really would, and I'd be thrilled to bits if that could happen with William. I I like him a lot, Mm. and I would like to do it at at Daisy Nook. (laughs) Would you? Yes, with you there.
0: And you loved Princess Diana, didn't you, as well? Oh,
1: I adored Diana, yes. She was fabulous.
0: We shall write to the Queen forthwith, if not sooner. Shall we have a look around this room, then? This is the Queen, giving you your MBE at Buckingham Palace on these pictures. She was
1: wonderful. Wonderful.
0: And you met the Queen a few times, haven't you? Because she came to the studios when the new set was built. She and Prince Philip came along the street set. And then you went to Buckingham Palace.
1: Well, I went with Tony Warren.
0: Yes, yeah, To get his, that's right.
1: And he got his. She's absolutely wonderful. Mm. You know, she said, I'm very much looking forward to what you do next.
0: And then you've got a load of awards, more (laughs) awards than I've ever seen. So what have you got here? Soap's greatest landlady.
1: Greatest ever.
0: From 2009.
1: I was just thrilled. I'm really with it.
0: The things Mm -hmm. that you treasure. Yeah. Variety Club. Legends.
1: I know. I was so thrilled. Always, of course.
0: You have to pinch yourself that you've got all these awards. All these people have voted for you over the years because of all the love they've got for you.
1: It's incredible. Don't get me wrong, I'm not conceited or anything like that no. about it. But, but I trade. in them.
0: Who wouldn't? And still, I mean, you've not been on Coronation Street as a regular for about 25 years now. I was in there for 25 yeah. years. You're still receiving all these letters from all around the world, aren't you? I am, and it's wonderful. Do you realise the impact that you've had on people's lives not really no i don't
1: it's just a wonderful thing for them to do and i enjoyed every minute of what i was doing it was wonderful i enjoyed it
0: and still people watching your episodes all around the world aren't they
1: incredible yeah
0: lots of leopard print in here your trademark, you've got <laughs> leopards over there, you've got leopard there, there's a leopard print <laughs> bin over there. It's everywhere, your cushions.
1: <laughs> well, it's always been kind, hasn't it? Very, very viable for people then. Yeah. Everybody was going mad for leopard print.
0: Yeah, you put it on the map.
1: <laughs> and it wasn't that expensive on places like, you know, Berry Market and whatnot.
0: And is that where you did your shopping for bed?
1: A lot, yeah. mm hmm and my mother had um, a badge on, Bette Lynch's mother, or whatever it was, <laughs> and she got money knocked off. <laughs> ten out of ten to her.
0: A- so she was known. And you had um, a Gold Rolls Royce, didn't you, at one time? Yes, I did. Uh, but your mum loved to be taken out.
1: Well, there, yes, because there was a cocktail cabinet in the back of it.
0: So really, your mum, like the success you had, particularly in the early days of the street, your mum loved it, didn't she? Oh,
1: yeah. But, I mean, I had a wonderful mother and a Mm. wonderful father. Mm. I was very, very lucky. I
0: notice you've got a a ring on, which I've seen before, which has got an A on it, and that was... It's
1: A A for Alice. She was called Alice.
0: Somebody I knew as well, you knew of so much better, Betty Driver there in that picture with you. Great. What was she like to work with?
1: Wonderful. She really was.
0: And behind the bar, you, her, Alec. Yeah. Happy days. Very happy days.
1: Really, really. I've got wonderful, happy memories. Your grandma? Yeah, was who that? was psychic and everything.
0: Grandma Duckworth? Yes. You were very close to her, weren't you?
1: Yes, I was. But what an address. Pick up streets. <laughs>
0: That's where you were born, wasn't it? (laughs) In in Haywood. And you're still here in Haywood, aren't you? You've never left.
1: I haven't, no. But everybody that I knew uh, or worked with, they all went Cheshire. (laughs) Cheshire should think themselves very lucky (laughs) that I've stayed in Haywood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: They wouldn't have known what hit them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. I'm I'm so damned to earth.
0: And you were yeah. brought up in a pub, weren't you, in the Bay Horse? The Bay Horse Hotel. Yeah. yeah. So when you went into the Rovers, you kind of knew it was home ground in a way, wasn't it?
1: Mm. Well, it was, but I'd never worked behind the bar mm. in the Bay Horse. Mm. I didn't do it then. Mm. But, my God, I could learn mm. a lot from it. It did help,
0: yeah. Because I think that's one of the things that most people say, is when you watch you and Roy, as Bet and Alec, behind the bar, it... Mm. A, you felt like a real couple, but the pub felt real, probably one of the strongest times in the street. It felt like a real pub, but you went to great lengths to make sure everything was right, didn't you? I certainly did, of course, yes. You used to make sure that the money was right and the stock Mm. was right, and I think you even used to look after the Christmas decorations yourself, didn't you?
1: (laughs) Yes, I did. That's because I took... It was Pat Phoenix's advice at the time... Mm. And she said to me, Julie, get some rep. So I went to Oldham Rep mm. and did a great deal of work there. And I was a perfectionist. Mm. And I mm. still am in things.
0: Mm. Some people can't get used to people who are perfectionists, though,
1: no. can they? No, no, they can't, they can't.
0: So you and Roy, when you were playing Bet Alec, then there's a lovely picture of Roy and you, and that was a when Beth and Alec were getting engaged, we were planning the wedding, and that's in the Vicar's Garden. Mm. So you loved working with Roy, didn't you? Of course. Of course we did. Yep. And I think, like a couple, you also tried to make each other laugh, didn't you? There's one scene that never made it on air.
1: Mm. mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it was a bed scene. And uh, he had a nightie on, and I had uh, pyjamas on. And we hadn't been in in the bed for very long. Five seconds we were told. All I could hear was and it was a vibrator. He <laughs> got under the covers. So I thought, right, okay. And I mean all the crew, everybody was in hysterics. Yeah. So I pressed my pyjama top. And it it played the only way is up. <laughs> well, that made them worse. <laughs> We were threatened with the sack. I wish we could have still
0: seen it. Well, yes, well, they didn't show it. (laughs) It Somewhere in a vault, somewhere. (laughs) Quite. Everybody will now be looking for that scene. (laughs) Wow.
1: Oh, I wish I could get it.
0: (laughs) But was that the thing, really? You both knew what you were going to do. You knew your characters. You would rehearse together. You knew your lines. And then that kind of allowed you a bit of freedom to do your own thing. And that's really why it worked, because it had that extra layer to it.
1: Well, it did, but, you know, it wasn't in the script, no.
0: was it? <laughs> but I think it's what you both added to the characters and the scenes, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it had that realism. Mhm. So that's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, oh, the Wicked F- Queen. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. they were lovely. And I was asked to go on uh, a stage when, when all the audience was there and, and tell them that these were little people of restricted growth. And Kenny Baker, one of the dwarfs, yeah. shouted from the front, We're fucking dwarfs, you <laughs> daft twat! <laughs> and it threw me completely. Completely. Oh, I didn't know what to do. Then. I was setting, but the audience were in hysterics. And that means a lot to me. Yeah.